0: I kind of the mm.
1: Are we recording now? Yep. Yeah. Game <clears throat> should have given me poor prep time. You can just cut this out after the fact. We'll leave it. Okay. Okay. Actually, yeah, we will leave it in. You know what? It's kind of funny. Okay. Special edition. No, they'd have to pay an extra $100 for this special. Yeah, for the, on the Patreon. Um, hello, everybody, and welcome to the CuttyCast. Um, I am your host, Damian Arasato. And the other host... You can introduce yourself. Uh, Aryan Kumar. And then we have a third host, but he does not happen to be here. And his name is... What do you think you want to go by? We'll just go by James uh, Robbins. He'll just. We'll just yeah. call him James Robbins. So, this is a podcast about Kid Cudi, um, Mr. Solo Dolo, Mr. Rager, any other name you might know him by. Um, that one guy that said "Day and Night," that I'm sure you heard the guy, the guy on your iPod in 2007. <laughs> But this is a podcast mostly about kind of analyzing Kid Cuddy and discussing his musical legacy and other such things that are associated with him, such as like, you know, kids see ghosts, his history as a musician, and discussing topics that relate to his, such as, you know, like mental health and other things such as that. Um, today, I figured just as an introduction to it, because this will be the first episode, um, which I'm not sure what the update schedule will look like, and I'm going to need to make a Twitter instagram about it which i will do shortly after recording this um i think that this will be a very good podcast much in the vein of like watching the throne and other such podcasts about music uh, i can uh, confirm that it'll be the best podcast <laughs> in the world well let's introduce ourselves i am oh you know what you'll go first you go first sorry
0: okay so just Name and I mean they already know my name, Did, so just well yeah. What I do about so, yourself,
1: you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, no, I'm not interesting enough. just a guy who uh, who makes music in his room he's and a pro- who's been he's a pro- very lonely and uses uh, I use Cudi's music to kind of remedy that mostly. Mm. Um, I've uh, I've on the moon two on vinyl, that's totally and the ghost on vinyl. I have
1: man on the moon one and two and to go some vinyl and gay in the sir,
0: I mean yeah, like it's a f- fifteen dollar vinyl, is like a no brainer. True. I, uh, um, oh, I mean, I, I'm in college. I guess that's kind of interesting. I'm um, second year. the <laughs> uh, The basic Indian major, which is engineering, simple shit. <laughs> um. I'm uh,
1: Damien Arisato, obviously, as we know. Um, you can just call me. Honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if you just called me Ari for the rest of the podcast if you're going to refer to me, either one of you. So you can just call me Arisato or Ari. I don't really care. Um, not many people call me by call my well first name. Um, but I am a writer. Um, I also do some minimal production, but it's uh, it's all garage band shit. So I don't even want to call myself a producer because it's always, it's always it's like joke music that I kind of make as a... It's just kind of a pastime because I find it funny to do. Um, but I have a large interest in writing styles and, you know, video games and music and all kinds of stuff. I tend to look at a lot of things like art and I tend to analyze it a lot, which is why I wanted to start this podcast, actually, it's because I enjoy analyzing the music of Kid Cudi and Kanye West and actually most musicians in general. Um, I just find that those two artists have a lot of depth within them, uh, considering they mostly make concept albums, much like Pink Floyd. And other bands like that, um, Prague Rock, I mean. But I have a very large interest. Well, I'm repeating myself a little bit. You might notice that I do that. Um, but I have a very large interest in kind of psychology and stuff like that and kind of looking at mental health as a whole. Um, I hope that through the work of both this podcast and my own personal work and writing, that I can sort of make something that. People would enjoy and find some solace in, um, mostly feeling like they're understood. I mean, obviously, this is a Kid Cudi podcast, but in the same breath, um, Kid Cudi tends to focus on mental health a lot, which mental health is a very something I hold very dear to myself because, um, you know, not only struggling with the minimal depression that I do, and I know that many others do. Um, I also have a lot of friends who deal with it as well. And I hope that kind of feeling like you're understood in your mental health is something that can kind of feel make people feel like they understand it and like they're more understood. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah um, I think I think where we should go with this first episode is mostly an introduction because we don't want to keep it too long. Um I feel like we should kind of go into like how do we find about about Kid Cuddy? Like what's our history of being a fan of his and what our favorite album is or favorite song or something like that
0: yeah sure yeah, so it started way back like 2012 or 2013 around that time i just stumbled upon day and night like a fucking normie and it kind of just it caught my attention and from there i just kind of i didn't really dive into this pod, into his discography from there it was uh many years later because I think back then, in like, I didn't even start listening to music seriously until about 2015, to be honest. Uh, and I'd, mostly it was just like I'd listen to a couple songs on YouTube and maybe download them using YouTube to MP3 converters to <laughs> my phone and those. then just listen to them on the way to school and stuff. Because I didn't have an iPod because my parents we were, uh, we were pretty... I was not poor, but not rich either. Mm-hmm. Not that you have to be rich to have an iPod, but my parents didn't want me having too much stuff. So it was just one kind of really old Samsung, uh, Sony phone. Hmm. And so I, it, it worked for what I needed to do. It got, got the YouTube downloads on deck. So it was mostly just a bunch of loose songs and no, no concept of albums even kind of came across me until two years later. And then I was like, you know, I I listened to Dan. I was like thinking, I'm like I listened to Kid Cudi and Eminem a lot. So let me download their albums and kind of see what they're about. And that's how I got into all the, the two men on the moons, uh, in the kid. And I think that was all that was out at that point.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: there was also Satellite Flight, but I didn't I didn't have download that one until later. And from there, I kind of got introduced to other, many other hip hop acts like Kanye West and uh, Kendrick Lamar. My, the first Kendrick verse I heard was actually Solo Dilla Part 2, which I think most people aren't introduced to Kendrick that way. Hmm. And yeah, that's just how I dove into his entire discography okay. and then kind of kept up with him, found out about Speeding Bullet to Heaven. That took <laughs> a really long time to grow on me. And I still wouldn't say it's, a, it's great, but I, would, I wouldn't hate it as much as everyone else does. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I read about him getting to rehab, which was around my senior year of high school. And just kind of, for, for a little bit, it kind of hit me, like, this guy who, makes, who made music for so long and talks about all of this stuff, he's, he's still suffering from it to this day. And I was just kind of thinking, what hope does that have for anyone and I, I didn't—I I didn't have clinical depression or anything, but just kind of—it was more on the lighter ends of things, where I did go to therapy and stuff. And mm-hmm. I was just thinking that if he can't make it, then what chance do I have? But then he got out of rehab and released Passion Pain, and hey, I don't know. And then Kitsy Ghost came out, and that—just seeing him smile on Coachella the other day, and <laughs> seeing how far he's come—is just such a—it's just such such a beautiful thing to notice. You know, just, I. I can word that better, but I think people can. I fine. I'm um, well, I suppose honestly, it wouldn't
1: surprise me if I take over kind of the role as the MC of this podcast. Um, but what do you find so appealing about his music? I suppose because you did kind of get delve into that, but I suppose why do you find his music so interesting? Like, how does it how does it resonate with you?
0: Yeah, I th- I think you've said this earlier. It's more of like it's not really like it's this massive. Oh look, he's telling this long story over the course of all of his songs. It's more like he's creating a moodscape of of sorts, mm-hmm. and it's just something you can kind of get lost in. And and I mean, there there are uh, some lyrical moments where you can kind of you can feel exactly like trapped in my mind and all along uh, and erase me and stuff. Ghost. M- more of the. Yeah, Ghost as well. A bunch of other songs. Like I can I can go on and list of all soundtrack to my oh, life.
1: Of course. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah, like there's there's not a shortage of songs where he gets lyrically complex or not complex, but you know, just kinda these gets came... it connects. Yeah. These emotions come out really well. They're conveyed so very all. well. And even in the songs where his lyrics are kinda of repetitive and they're kind of basic, you can still feel it in the production that he chooses. Right. It's still you can still kind of feel the emotion that he's trying to show you and it don't know it's just something that really connects it's it's something that either you connect with or you don't and that's why it's such a such a like aggressive and powerful fan base is because everyone connects to it well um what's your favorite album i guess i'll ask uh man on the moon (laughs) Two. man on the moon one is it's a very close second very close like decimal points yeah yeah yeah, yeah
1: i feel you there um, I suppose I'll get into mine. I don't mean to rush you too long, and I don't want to feel this like like it's very segmented, but at the same time, I don't want this to be no, particularly long.
0: I, yeah, like I, I, I feel like I'll end up just repeating myself over and over. Right, right. right.
1: Um, well, I... Okay, where do I start with this? Of course, I heard day and night a long time ago when I was like a small child. Like I remember... I um, used to play on the radio a little bit. And then I remember during a period when I was like 12, 13 and I didn't really listen to many music at all. I actually listened to like a weird, I used to listen to very specific like songs from very specific artists to get a very specific mood out of them. Like, you know, like uh, during that period, which I don't know if I'll ever get into in this podcast or whatever, but it was a very interesting period in my life where I was kind of going through a lot and kind of starting to mature and stuff. And I kind of wanted to feel like sometimes, like, start, you know, started to gauge my emotions and feel them more and allow myself to feel them. And I do remember listening to Day and Night a little bit during that period of time, but I never listened to any other Kid Cudi songs other than that because I don't, I didn't really listen to artists and I didn't really listen to mainstream culture at all, you know, like I didn't really listen to the radio. Um, But I do recall I used to be really interested in like, concept albums and I used to listen to a lot of rock and metal and I really liked listening to Pink Floyd in particular. And I really liked that concept album thing. And I remember near the end of actually 2018, which makes me a very recent Cuddy fan, but at the same extent I tend to really delve into a lot of artists whenever I get into them. And I was listening to David Bowie at the time and I started to listen more to like Frank Ocean. And I started to get more into like rap and hip hop and R and B stuff. And I got into, Ki- into Kanye West and I, you know, heard Kid Cudi and I'm like, okay, I know who Kid Cudi is. I feel like I should listen to his albums because, you know, he's a renowned, um, you know, hip hop artist and he makes concept albums. So I listened to Man on the Moon 1 and I'm like, damn, this is really good. You know, like I didn't quite, I felt like I, I didn't understand it as well as I do now, but I certainly heard it. I'm like, you know, this albums is actually kind of a classic, you know, like I knew that it was something significant. And so it wasn't until a little while later that I really delved into his discography. But after listening to all of his albums, I I knew that Kid Cudi was definitely one of those artists that had this certain resonance with people because of the way that he conveys his emotion through both sound and like lyricism. Of course, his lyricism might not be as complex or as like emotionally heavy as maybe like Kanye can be at certain times, or as certain other artists, especially not lyrically. He's not the most lyrical artist, I'm not going to lie to you. You know, like he's not spitting bars like Kendrick here, but he definitely knows how to convey his feelings that he personally has in a very well way, especially combined with the production of his tracks. And so, listening to albums like Man on the Moon 2, which I'll just skip to the chase here and just say that that's my, definitely my favorite album of his. I feel like that's it's certainly a skill that not many artists have, and I really appreciate Kid Cudi for it. And it, it, you know, it resonates with me as it does with many other people, kind of feeling like a loner, like you don't have somebody that understands how you feel. And Kid Cudi, you know, as many people will say, you know, it feels like you have somebody who understands. You know, he feels to me personally almost like a big brother. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not just saying that because he says it but it really does feel like, you know, an older person who understands how you feel and gives you some sort of motivation to get through it. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I wouldn't necessarily have say I have clinical depression or anything like that, but I've definitely had my depressed periods and I've had my issues with mental health and just like getting through things, you know, like I've had dark thoughts before, as I think most people have, but I feel like Kid Cudi has as well. And like, he knows what it's like. And so you know, kind of going through just discography, just kind of naturally, I feel like each album definitely tells this little mini story that kind of connects to the next, because it, it correlates to his period in life. You know, kind of like how Kanye tells these little stories through his album that really reflect a period of his life. I feel like that really goes well with Kid Cudi as well. Like, I, I'm not the biggest fan of Indica, but it certainly does feel like he was trying to achieve that rock star status. And while he might not have that certainly huge rock star status, he has this cult following that a game, you know, that many games or not games that many artists don't have, you know what I'm saying? And so, you know, even an album like speeding Bullet to heaven, which has this very, uh, what's the word? And it has a very infamous reputation. I almost felt like this, this, like, I remember listening to it for the first time or not even like, I remember like having it and I'm like I don't know if I want to listen to this yet like I feel like it's going to be really dark. And like I eventually listened to it and it wasn't as scary as I thought it was, but I was like sitting there and I'm like it almost felt like this taboo album like you know like it was really dark and personal. And then I finally got over that kind of stigma towards it and I really kind of enjoy the album for what it is, you know, it's a pure artistic what's the word here? expression
0: which yeah, is absolutely. it's
1: nice to have as well as polished artistic
0: um yeah, it's like it's just like it's like having a panic attack and it's just you screaming at the wall and it's that's the whole album. Right. Well I wouldn't even say it's a panic attack, it's more just an expression of all these dark moody yeah.
1: thoughts that you've had for a long period. And it's kind of expressing that. And I feel like having that pure artistic expression that you aren't worried about commercial um what's the word I'm trying to hear? Like how commercial it is or how well it sells. I feel like that's important to get to the next more perfectly composed Albums such as Painting, Pain, Passion, Pain and Demon's Land and getting more like you need sometimes you need that uh, outlier to return back to the form you know if you know what I'm saying so um, anywho you know like I do have you know as a very recent Cuddy fan I feel like I've had a lot of great moments just with him as a more recent fan you know like even just like Kent Flognaw seeing him being so happy to see him perform was amazing honestly and then seeing that um, that interview he had with uh, Jaden Smith and the rest of them, I, if you remember, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It was very early this year, I believe. And um, that was really good to see as well. And seeing him on SNL was honestly really great as well. Like, I, I actually own the sweatshirt that Kirkus Plant Flea Market sold. <laughs> um, You know, that sweatshirt that was just very overpriced. Yeah um seeing that was great and then seeing him at Coachella watching him live for the first time other than you know Camp Flognor was a really great experience for me and even like just that picture where he's like holding on to Kanye while he's crying that's very very recent from the Sunday service at on Easter um was I feel like almost like it it's an iconic moment that uh, wrote itself you know and so while I might be yeah. more recent and inexperienced, I do feel like you don't necessarily need to be a fan of a person for a long time to understand them or to enjoy them to the extent that some other people who might be longer fans might enjoy them. Yeah, huh? you, you really don't. It's mostly just gatekeepers who mm-hmm. feel like that. Yeah, just fucking gatekeepers, dude. You see so many of them in like the metal community, it's not even funny. Um,
0: yeah, so, they're everywhere.
1: Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, I do hope that this podcast is enjoyable for many people and that we get sort of some kind of following out of it. Because so I feel like nobody else is really doing a Kid Cudi podcast. Which, yes, there is another Kid Cudi podcast. But in the same <laughs> breath, I feel like we can get a little more... Uh, he says you know, we're we already starting Well, we already have a better name than them because I don't know what their name, but it's just I just remember being like Kid Cudi podcast. Like we have Cudi cast, like dude, that's like more, easily more iconic. Um, and and we, have, I, we have better art. Yeah. And we have a fan well, we already kind of have an inherent fan base just because of the, you know, because of the people we know. And yeah, because so like, we, yeah. like yeah. I'm I'm already pretty famous. Like if you don't know my name, what the fuck? Yeah, are you like, doing? come on, man. Well, no, like um, <laughs> I feel like we can definitely get something out of this because I feel like people really want something more Kid cudi focused. Cause I mean, even browsing like the subreddits for Kid Cuddy, it's definitely not nearly as busy as the Kanye subreddit. And it feels like there's not many outlets for Kid Cuddy fans to really enjoy. Cause while there are fan accounts and stuff, they're not nearly as active or as like large as Kanye
0: stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. And then like, especially the GQ interview was a was a great. Oh yeah, I remember the GQ interview. They just asked him about Kanye songs.
1: Yeah, they asked him about all of the lights. Like, dude, like yes, he has a like yes, I love his little bridge that. he has, <laughs> But like, he has way more that's songs that, than that. Like, like <laughs> did what they even wrong, ask him bro. about "Gorgeous"? Like, come on, man. What or about Welcome 50 Wills to Make a Record? Well, like, you know... even it's yeah, like if, if songs, it had to do with... Funny. Funny. Yeah, like, come on, man. Like, do Welcome to Heartbreak or Gorgeous. Like, those two songs are easily a lot better or more iconic than All of the Lights. I mean, yes, yeah, there's All of the Lights. It's, it's probably, the rig, but nobody really talks about it nearly as much as, like, his hook yeah, on cool. Gorgeous or, like, his very first breakout, which would have been... Well, other than Day and Night, his very first breakout would have been on Welcome to Heartbreak. You know, there would have been many, oh, years. Know. you know, like obviously other than day and night, I feel like that was definitely an introduction for many people. Cause you know, Kanye West was a much larger ar- artist than he was because he hadn't even released man on the moon one. He only put out, um, a kid named Cuddy at that point. Yeah. So yeah, and I don't know. I think this amazing. should take off. Um, might as soon as we finish this podcast, I'm going to start making a Instagram and Twitter. And gives you login information to you guys as well.
0: Um, I'm gonna start hosting for Nandar. Yeah.
1: Okay. That sounds great. Um, <laughs> I I do think when the third host comes back, like we we'll, we might have a little more charisma and a little more entertainment. But um, I'm not sure what our next episode is yet. We'll have to figure it out, and we'll let you guys know. Um. Um. We'll. We'll update you guys on what the Twitter and Instagram will be, but assume that it's going to be something involving cast. So I won't, I won't yeah, link them yet probable. because I haven't made them yet, which I should have done before we did this, but that's okay. And I'll make intro music as well. So, yes, sounds great. Yeah, so basically episode two is a real start. Is a real start, yeah, because hopefully we'll have that, the other host as well. Um, I'm Arisato. I'm Arian. Um, this is the CuddyCast. Until
0: Goodbye. next time.
1: Are the you going ball. to stop recording? Or? Yeah, definitely. Did you did you stop yet? No, no. I, can, I forget the commands. Oh my god. <laughs> Cut this part out. <laughs> <laughs>